Thank you for joining us for the third chapter in our Wednesday evening Lenten services. This mini-series will continue through Wednesday, April 1st. Today's message was presented on Wednesday evening, March 11th, 2020, by Pastor Danielle Casey, and is entitled, The Practice of Saying No. The readings for this message can be read from the books of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, Exodus 20, verses 8 to 11, and Deuteronomy, chapter 5, verses 12 to 15. Please listen now as we join Pastor Danielle for the message. To rest in Hebrew is Shabbat, from which we get our English word Sabbath. And in the Jewish faith, on the sundown that begins the Sabbath day, the matriarch of a household lights two candles. She lights the one as a reminder of the command to rest that is given in the creation story in Genesis. And she lights another as a reminder of the commandment to rest that is given in response to Israel's time in slavery in Egypt. And they often even bring the light of the Sabbath rest to their eyes. And in this way, each week on one day, Jews all around the world still say no to other things so that they can turn and say yes to God. Just a few weeks ago, coincidentally or serendipitously, my mom was telling about the first time she remembers me telling her no as a child. As it turns out, it was a beautiful Sunday morning, and she decided that she was going to get me up and dressed, and we were going to go to church across the way here in Austin at Gethsemane Lutheran. And she was picking out my clothes, and she said, let's put on this dress. And out of nowhere, her sweet, innocent Danielle abruptly responded, no. She was so flabbergasted at this being the first time I said no that she really didn't know what to do. And her annoyance increased, I am sure, as I found this newfound independence and became very practiced at saying no to anything and everything. But as an adult, I found that saying no is just not in my vocabulary the way it was during those terrible two years. And I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in this as I look around the room. Yes seems to be the word of the day for all of us, every day probably. It's this powerful little word when you think about it, and it's an important one, but if we're not careful, if we do not balance out our yeses and nos, we might find ourselves very quickly at the end of our proverbial ropes, physically, emotionally, spiritually even. And so it's from that perspective that Barbara Brown Taylor advocates for the practice of saying no. She actually elevates it and draws attention to it through Sabbath. She calls it a spiritual practice. 
But I would say for most of us, it is also a spiritual discipline. A discipline. Because in our can-do culture today, saying no takes a lot of strength. It takes stamina, and it takes self-determination. Just think for a minute how many times you've asked someone, how are you, and instead of great or okay or wonderful, they say busy. We are busy. We are busy in many ways, and that is, I think, how our culture has taught us to measure our self-worth by just how busy we are. The busiest person is the most important person. And you can see this in common phrases that we throw around. Play hard, work hard, multitasking, overachiever. And so we go on saying yes to anything and everything thrown our way. Yes, I'll chair that committee. Yes, I'll sign up for one more extracurricular activity. Yes, please add me to your mailing list so I can have more emails in my inbox. In the face of all these cultural cues and our own human need to be wanted, saying no takes discipline. And I would say it takes practice. No, I want to stay home and do nothing tonight. Or, no, I have enough work right now. I don't need to take that AP class, even if it does mean I will get into UT. Or, no, I don't want a promotion, even if it means more money. All those things sound slightly crazy to us, right? And yet, I am aware sometimes how my heart yearns to simply say no to just sit, to rest in God. How long I yearn for that rest Jesus offers. Come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. Maybe you yearn for a little rest too. And I would say it's no wonder, because since the beginning of time, we were meant to find time to rest. As that first candle reminds us in the Genesis story, as our eighth grade confirmation kids were just reading about, it's not only about how God created things in, seven, in six days, but how on the seventh day, God rested. Even God needed to take a break. Even God said, no, no, I won't create anything more. No, this is enough. No, I will rest. We can see how really important this rest, this Shabbat, this Sabbath is as we remember the second candle, which points to the tenth, Ten Commandments, the third commandment in particular. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. It appears in the top three. The only things that precede it I am the Lord your God, and you shall have no other gods, and you shall not take the Lord's name in vain. The third most important thing is Sabbath rest. And yet it's been, I would say, forgotten, neglected, overlooked by most of us Christians. And maybe many of you can remember a bygone era, especially here in the South, when Sabbath culture required a little less discipline on our parts. 
right? In the 1960s, Sabbath was the only game in town on a Sunday. Merchants stayed home, shops were closed, softball and baseball games were only on of the backyard variety. It was easier to stop and rest in those days because there wasn't much choice. But eventually that changed. And as the culture of our world began to renege on this sort of no-compete clause with the church, we have had to come to find a new discipline within ourselves and learn to say no to things so that we can say yes to God. And so now most of us, myself included, more than I can say, need the practice of saying no. Sabbath practice has some real benefits to it. I imagine there is a reason that those of the Jewish faith have committed to this difficult practice for generation upon generation upon generation. And while I'd like to tell you that I know exactly what that is, I'm afraid I can't. It's something that simply has to be experienced in order to be understood. It's something that simply has to be tried. I am no expert. I am not a no expert. I too am still practicing this Sabbath practice. I too am still practicing and learning how to say no. So I can share this one insight with you about the Sabbath practice. It comes from a Jewish author uh, who writes a lot for the New York Times. And she says that the preeminent purpose of Sabbath is to remind us of the imitatio dei, Latin for imitating God. She says, we rest in order to honor the divine that is in us, to remind us that there is more to us than just what we can do during the week. So perhaps the best thing, and yet simultaneously the hardest thing about the Sabbath, is that it forces us to rest in God's grace, to trust that whose we are, rather than continuing to believe this myth of what we do or what we have is the most important thing. So I invite you into the practice of Sabbath, to practice saying no, and to test the premise that you are in fact worth more than you can do or produce. That even if you've spent a whole day being a good for nothing, you would still be good enough for God. And that that is more than enough. So tonight, our practice is going to be spending a little time resting in God. So as we begin singing, I invite you to just stay for a moment and rest. Some, for some of you, this may be difficult. For some of you, it may be the only moment of rest you get all week, so enjoy it. Take a little time to rest, and then take your Sabbath stone, come up to one of the tables, and write on it something that you need to say no to this week. Not yet. Something you need to say no to. It could be something that's 
probably not so great for you anyway, like playing video games or watching, uh, binge watching on Netflix or something like that. But it also could be something that's a completely worthy cause, but is still getting in the way of your resting nonetheless. Maybe too many volunteer commitments, maybe too many after-school activities. Whatever it is, write it down on the stone and take it with you tonight. You might notice the weight of that which you carry and how much you need to set it down and let yourself rest. So when you do, set it down somewhere where you can see it in your home, in your car, and be reminded that you can let go of that. Remind yourself that you are more to God than what you can do. Remind yourself that you can rest in God's grace. Amen. Thank you for listening to our message today. We are Triumphant Love Lutheran Church and are affiliated with the Southwest Texas Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. We are located in Austin, Texas. You can follow us on our website, www.tllc.org. We look forward to you seeking us out as our podcasts progress and further episodes are added. You have a great day, and may the Lord be with you.